0: Welcome to the Dawson D Show.
1: Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives.
0: The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives.
1: Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way.
0: Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Well, everybody, welcome to episode 12 of the Dawson D Show. We're back again for another episode. I can't believe we're bloody over 10 episodes, D.
1: Mate, I can't believe either. I was thinking about it in the shower this morning. That's uh, 10 hours of content for people to listen to if they were to listen to it back to back. And that's actually mind blowing to me.
0: For those that have listened to every episode, because I know there is a few, uh, we appreciate that. That's something to be proud of, I think, D. Absolutely. Today's episode, probably it connects with a lot of us at the moment doesn't it mate um around gratitude and the current circumstance for us here in victoria and i guess appreciating well, the little things in life can you tell everyone uh, i guess a bit about your experience with gratitude so far through isolation
1: yeah mate look it's been an interesting time as you know Gratitude's something that i know you've always been big on i haven't always been the same But especially through this time, I think it's a good reminder because I've failed to be grateful far too often, especially at the moment, because it's easy to see other parts of the world that's more open to where we are. The grass is always green on the other side, and you can always see something that seems better, but it's just always a good reminder to remember that we have it pretty good and be grateful for what we have rather than what we don't. Yeah, it's been an interesting time. What about you, mate? How have you found it?
0: Going back to couple of earlier episodes when i probably was going through that bit of a rough patch it's funny how in the space of just a couple of weeks when you get back to basics and how much better you can begin to feel you know when you're in that really tough patch and that rough patch there's only so much you can really do but those things you can do you know are the be all and end all i'm a big believer in we all are getting enough exercise drinking enough water eating a healthy diet getting outside in the sun getting some vitamin d like those are the basics to i guess overcome any type of health whether that be physical or mental and I probably wasn't doing enough of any of that and and once I got down to those basics getting to work just going to work I probably push gratitude and that personal development mindset aside for a couple of weeks like you know we've talked about this you know away from the mic and and now mate i think i'm in a much better mindset and similar to i guess yourself i remember when we were talking about that on air like how you, your mindset was you were looking at every opportunity right now in isolation are you still looking at the way we currently are we're still in isolation here in vic we have still got another two weeks of stage four do you, do you feel yourself still in that mindset or, or are you starting to struggle a little bit or how are you feeling
1: Yeah, mate. I struggled for the start of this week, especially. It was probably three or four days. I I was really pretty bad. I was still able to keep my habits up. For me, I find it easier to keep pushing through. I just need that because I think I get more anxious the less I do. And the more I sit around and don't do what I'm normally doing, that triggers more anxiety for me personally. But mentally, I wasn't feeling good. I was pretty bad, actually. And as of probably yesterday, I started feeling really good again. And it all came back to been grateful really i've been reading a book a spirituality book which i'm not used to reading i've never been huge in the spirituality and it's a bit of a new age kind of a book which is not how i've necessarily been brought up so i take it with a grain of salt and take some of it and leave other parts but it's changed my mindset in some areas positively really well yeah. and that's helped me a lot at the moment so i'll talk about that a little bit later on in this episode but yeah, it's an interesting time, mate, and being grateful for what we have rather than what we don't is I feel the only way through.
0: Yeah. And and one thing I just wanna before we jump right into I guess gratitude and our background on it and, you know, how come I've loved it and been such a big part of been such a big part of my life. But during the current climate that we're all living with and we're faced with, I think we were meant to be out of stage four tomorrow and now it's been extended another two weeks. Yeah. So I just wanna push the point that It's okay not to want to feel grateful too, because, you know, I was in this spot, you know, a couple of weeks ago and at the moment we're going through something that is just so abnormal. It's something we would never go through. We're going through something, a once in a lifetime experience, you know, but basically this is our famine. Like it's, we're going through something we've never been without, especially our generation and to now suddenly have so much taken away from us very quickly. And when I say so much taken away from us, that's when we, go back to the gratitude. We still have so much to be thankful for. But I just want to stress the point that if you are going through that tough time and you're struggling to to have that outlook, well, I'm thankful for the roof above my head and the bed that I sleep in and the water that I drink. It's okay to still feel shitty about the situation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the situation... Definitely. You don't have to be grateful for the situation, especially if you don't believe in some of the things that are going on. I mean, how things are being run. I definitely agree with you for that, for sure. But I think it will help a lot of people when you do find gratitude and other things, stepping away from that, from definitely. the situation.
0: Yeah. I say that from a point where I've been the person who's been grateful and motivating and pumping others up. Oh, come on, be grateful. But I've also now been on the other side of hearing other people say hey there's people in other countries that are suffering worse off and you're hearing that person you go piss off mate like i'm allowed to feel and that's the only reason why i want to stress that is because i don't want people listening to go oh well it's easy for you to say Dawson. d you guys are positive and upbeat all the time and this and that if that's the way you're feeling it's okay and hopefully you know what we're going to talk about can create a that outlook on life and maybe a little bit of of gratitude can be sparked into your life so where do you want to start mate jump straight into gratitude and
1: yeah, mate. Well, let's jump straight in. So let's start with uh, our first point on our doc, which is when did you start having a more grateful outlook on life?
0: Yeah, f- for me, gratitude probably came about five or six years ago. As probably most people know, we're both real podcast heads and book readers. And, and back then, you know, I was right into my podcasts and going to uni, my uni drive to Bundura was, you know, an hour and a half, each way so three hours of driving for you know three or four days a week podcasts took up a lot of that time which i look back now and i actually really i never complained about the drive to uni because i saw it as how awesome is this i get to sit in the car and um, listen to these really enjoyable podcasts and a lot of them were were podcasts you know based around self-development and improving yourself and that's when i heard about gratitude and starting i guess to have a different perspective on the life that you live and what you have in your life and one of the tips and tricks I think from the very start was you know starting a gratitude journal and I started that and and I started writing in my gratitude journal so it was just you know three things a day I'd write what I was grateful for in the morning I'd get up and and write that down and, and why I was grateful for for that thing and yeah just I just remember that time and it was just such a – life was just smooth and at uni and everything was well and, you know, my dad was still alive at that stage. And at that time, I felt like I was really grateful and I was in the moment then. Sure. So, you know, I look back now and I I love actually picking up that gratitude journal and and rereading it because since then, that's five, five, six years ago, like there's been a lot of water going to the bridge and you know there's been some you know hard times in my life and and when I look back and read those it it makes me it almost makes me feel proud that I was writing the things I was grateful for then I write down I'm grateful for my dad and why you know and I look back then and and I'm proud that I was writing that and I felt I was present in that moment but yeah that's where gratitude started for me mate and it's it's still continuing I don't have that exact routine now but you know I, I definitely gratitude is a a really important practice for myself but um what about you where did gratitude kind of slip into your lifestyle yeah mate look i i haven't had the same
1: experience or probably valued it to the same degree as you did i remember seeing a lot from you when you first got into it and your journaling and telling us about that and i sort of always grasped the concept but never practiced it and i can still say i've never really sat down and and written three things i'm grateful for or anything like that the problem for me and i feel for probably a lot of people is that it's very easy to be grateful when things are going well definitely it's it's something i'd like to be able to practice when things are shit and i'm struggling for sure and that's probably for me relates a little bit more to me so i remember a couple of times where gratitude spoke to me the first time i went overseas when i was 18 and i went over to england by myself and had a good time but I remember on the plane coming home, I was just really grateful for the country that I lived in. There's nothing wrong with England. I I didn't go to a third world country. I can't imagine what it'd be like going to the slums of India or somewhere like that and really having your eyes opened. But I was grateful for my country, my friends, my family. And that sinks in when you've been away from it for a long time. Another thing for me, mate, and it sounds people might laugh, but when I got my dog, the more time you spend thinking about your dog or being present with your dog, you can learn a lot from him or her and i learned a lot Mm. from danger my dog because he is so grateful for everything his dogs are always present they're always grateful for the small things which is food water attention and you know they just love you unconditionally and that spoke a lot to me as silly as it may sound for some people that really opened my eyes to gratitude and you know if i could sort of almost be in that mindset of just being grateful for what i have and never thinking about what i don't have it's always just what's in front of you Mm. so that's a couple of times it's spoken to me, but especially lately, mate, this current situation is hard. As you mentioned, unfortunately, I've heard of a couple of suicides lately of people in around my family, family, friends, friends of friends, that kind of stuff. And it's really sad because people just can't see a way out, especially in this current yeah. situation. And that's the only way they can see. So I'm just grateful that I'm not in that kind of a place. I know it's hard and it's tough, but there will be a way out and we will get through it. But we just have to get through it, you know, once you can get over that hump and we go back to some kind of normality and have the opportunity to start living again and building things again, then we'll be okay. But we just have to get there first. And so I'm just grateful that I can see through that, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, for sure. I totally agree with you. And I, that's what I mentioned earlier as well. You saying then, you know, we're going to get there. We're going to get back to that spot. It might not be, you know, the exact same as what we had, but it will be pretty close. Well, they're saying it'll be called the COVID normal, but... At the moment, what can we do and control the controllable? Yes, and that's what I've been saying to myself throughout all of this. You know, mate, we've been in lockdown for six months. Yeah, you know, we were in it, out it for a little bit, and back in it half a year. I, I said to someone the other day, you know, I haven't. Meg and I moved into our little place, or December, but you could probably say January because we went away Christmas. So we we were really living in here in January. We had we had one kind of event for our birthday. We had some people over since then we haven't even been able to have our own families over for dinner or anything in our in our own house we've been in this house for six months yeah or longer so it's just very strange the whole situation but yeah controlling the controllables and since it's kind of began we've spoken about the non-negotiables just ticking those off because like you said we're gonna get through it you just, we just gotta really knuckle down and and keep our minds sane and stay in line with like the the basics and we'll get there we will absolutely mate that's the key and I
1: always remind myself that although we've never experienced anything like this, generations before have experienced pandemics, they've experienced wars, they've experienced things worse than us where they probably couldn't see a way out and they got through. So we will get through as well and you know that I love Richard Branson but what he talks about in a business sense is that you just have to get through in terms of you just have to survive sometimes, especially through, say, a recession. you just got to get your yeah. business through. And once you can get through that recession and you handle that tough time, then over the hill, good things and, happen. And,
0: and also, and this is where that's been kind of trickled down from my dad and his dad used to say it to him a lot. And yeah, my pop would always say adapt. You know, yeah. the word adapt, and it's such a simple word. And the circle of life, it's, it is what it is. And we can't change it. You know we're born into the world and we die one day and in between that there's some really tough times It's not all perfect and whatever happens to to each individual throughout their time here on earth the only way to get through it is by being able to adapt to every situation every experience that happens and right now you know if we can all adapt at the beginning my outlook was what have i got to complain about yes i'm in lockdown but i'm in a nice warm home it's the middle of winter during that stage and you know, I'm living with my beautiful girlfriend. We've got a nice little house. We're safe, we're comfortable, we're happy. We've got food Well, at one stage. Um, we couldn't get toilet paper, which was a bit worrying. But um, <laughs> All the basics, we've got them all and we're going to be okay. Our families are going to be okay. Like if we really look at it in that way, what's the worst thing that can happen, really? Exactly,
1: exactly. And you're right, adapt is a great word. It's, they often say adapt or perish. So you just have to, to keep moving forward. You have to adapt and change and roll with it. So mm. that's the only option. And that's probably, a I find that's a positive way to look at it. You know, you've only got one option, so you're not stuck with choice. It's easier said than done, of course, but I think it's a good way to, to look at it. But, mate, what are some things that you've appreciated more since or during this lockdown?
0: Yeah, that's, there's plenty. Like, there's so many, but probably the biggest one for me, being a real family person, is just being able to spend time with family. And, you know, the simple thing of going to, you know, my mum's and... Oh, wait, I've said it to someone before, and what I really miss god bless them but both my grandparents on my dad's side have passed away as well as my dad and i would say it to meg because meg and her grandparents they're still alive and you know we'll go over there and i know i miss this too is going over to her grandparents house and all her cousins and her aunties and her uncles and they have a big dinner like almost every sunday every second sunday yeah and, yeah and it reminds me of my family with my dad dad and his parents and my cousins and since they've passed away we haven't done that but just when you're when you're in that situation, you've got a big family and you're just sitting there and there's the background noise and like there's just stuff going on. There's not even anything super exciting, but just being in that in that moment and yeah. with that with your family, the basics of sitting down and having a meal together, but just being amongst it. I miss that. Yeah, absolutely. I miss just going to mum's and you know, hearing her pottery in the kitchen while I'm laying on the couch watching tele like just that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, DOS not doing much as always. But Mind you, I, before we jumped on air, I've, I've vacuumed the house, I've wiped down the bathroom, I've uh I've done all right. You'd be happy, D. So, um, did you
1: upset Meg last night or something? <laughs>
0: uh, we won't go into details. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss that and being able to see my sisters, they're a big part of my life. And then also, just probably like yourself, I, the footy's on. I miss, I miss going to the footy and... Being a nuffy. Being a nuffy, yelling at my Bulldogs. Oh, mate. I've been going off my rocker here at home. There's been furniture flipped. There's been <laughs> aggression, you know, happening watching the doggies on the telly. Um, just, just
1: before we move on, mate, I've actually made a vow that I will not get emotionally attached anymore with St Kilda Football Club. And <laughs> for about two or three years, I've go to the footy and I sit there and I don't make any noise. I don't scream You've and done shout. Well. But yeah. I think it was two weekends ago, mate, I flipped it. Or maybe it was last weekend. It was St Kilda versus Melbourne, the one in Alice Springs or Darwin or wherever they it was. lost. Mate, I, for the first time in a long time, there was... Cap, there was pillows thrown and things punched and screaming and swearing and carrying on. I think Alex, my sister, told me just look, calm down. So yeah, mate. The <laughs> mate, footies. Oh, the footies, I'll relate to that. <laughs> but it'd be good to be able to be there and scream and shout and
0: yeah, yeah. and just the simple. And I say it. I think we've been we've been so entitled all for our sure, life, yeah. And I don't think we've ever. When I say five, six years ago, I was grateful. I still don't think I really have appreciated gratitude and and the things that I've had in my life till now. And as simple as being able to text a mate and go, hey, you want to go to the footy tonight and have a couple of beers, jump on the train, come back home and get an Uber through an app on my phone and go lay in my bed and go to sleep. The lifestyle we live, we've been so lucky and so blessed and We've just taken it all for granted. And Absolutely, yeah. It, I, I just look at, yeah, a simple thing like that we can't do and I go, shit, I'd love to do that.
1: For sure. And it's the most surreal part of it all is the things that you thought in no way, shape or form would ever be taken away has been taken away. I'm not complaining. Mm. I'm just saying it's an interesting nah. concept because... Just even be able to yeah visit family unannounced or plan your day and get up and see your mates and just do simple everyday things that we once thought we could do. And at the time, I still probably wasn't grateful because I, we all think we could change the world and if we were president or prime minister or whatever, we'd, we'd fix everything. But even at that time, I was probably annoyed at some of the things going on in the world and
0: around me. And now you just wish that
1: you could have it back, which is just an interesting thought. But for sure mate, I totally relate to that.
0: What, what about oh, I know you would kill for it, but um, and I definitely would, but you know I used to suck when my alarm would go off to go to the gym in the morning and <laughs> yeah. I would do anything to get that back. Oh mate, I actually lifted weights for the first time two days ago
1: because I was went back to work for a couple of days. We have a gym set up there, but yeah mate it's it's I was thinking about it driving home like it was a Friday night and I was thinking you know normally on a Friday night I'd go straight from work to the gym and just rush as quick as possible like a 30 yeah. minute to 40 minute workout just so it's done to get it off yeah and now i do anything to go <laughs> to go and live know, yeah. So So you're right man it's interesting i mean some of the things for me too is and i just wish i could see people's faces i, I hate the yeah. masks with a passion
0: not so. That's, that, that's an interesting one because I, I forgot about that and I, I haven't even thought about that you know it's just seeing someone's face yeah and i really hate the masks i'm not an anti-masker but
1: i just hate The fact that we have to wear them because i like seeing people's faces and people smiling and people's expressions and it just feels like everybody blends even closer into one which i don't like but that's one thing and yeah being able to play sport Mm. i mean the travel just it's amazing we our current situations we can't leave five kilometers here in victoria which is really bizarre so freedom to travel is not even going worldwide it's freedom to travel up to see you mate and do a podcast with you yeah exactly so it's bizarre but Everything, mate, big venues, small venues, little bars, you know, all that kind of stuff. We'd all, well, we hope we get back to it soon. But the flip side, mate, during this time, I'm grateful that I've been productive. I'm grateful that you and I have kept doing this, our podcast. We've had ups and downs personally each, but we've kept it up, kept it going. And I'm really grateful, mate, that I'm not alone because I, I made a decision at the start of lockdown to not stay at my house and come and live with mum, which... The, I think the novelty's probably worn off for her and Richard and my sisters now, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah,
0: get get that get the hell out.
1: Yeah, of they're probably counting down <laughs> the days. But the fact that I've been able to do that and not be because I think I would have
0: just gone insane by myself. Yeah, there's some of the flip things. Do you have anything else on that? I just want to touch on our um. You know, we've talked about it a lot, and I even mentioned it in our podcast last week because one of your fire questions was favorite book, and the Resilience Project was my answer by Hugh Van Cuylenburg, and it's still. The best book I've you know read in recent times, but besides our other favorite, The Four Hour work week. Yes, but, love that. Um, There's a part in there that I really he, he talks about you know gratitude, empathy, mindful, mindfulness, and finding happiness through those three key pillars. And for those that haven't, go out and buy, it, order it online, get it delivered to your house, and read it. And yourself, I know you read it in one day because you couldn't put it down. Yeah, I did. I'll give him a shout out, good mate, Rob Evans. I told him to get it. He got it, got it delivered to his house. He wasn't working, read it all in one day. He couldn't put it down yeah yeah i know everyone is loving it at the moment because it's such a simple and easy read you know we can all connect and relate to it but there's a real i don't want to give too much away but there's a key part in that book where hugh studying i think it is and he goes over to india with his girlfriend and he gets a totally different outlook on life seeing the way they're living over there i can't remember the boy's name but he connects with this young boy and he's teaching over there and and this kid is just so grateful for everything oh, it's and amazing isn't it his his reaction to just the simple things is incredible and how loving and caring and empathetic these people are even though the life they live and what they have is absolutely nothing oh, and for sure maybe it brought it back to when i went over to papua new guinea a couple of years ago nearly now and did the kokoda trail and and now i guess sherpas you could say or guides they're very well known as the fuzzy wuzzies and we had about eight or nine guides. Probably six of those were all under the age of 17. Some of them were 12. A couple of them were 12. Two of them were 10. And in between, you know, there was a couple of older ones. And then obviously, well, Philip, he was the main guide and he was the dad of a few of them. And, and one little boy, William, who I just connected with him on this trip. And of course, you know, I connect through jokes and laughter. And one of the jokes, he, he laughed at uh, some flatulence that, that occurred on I the track. I think does. And, <laughs> and um, they must call farts Kabubu that's kububu. what they call them Kabubu hey, and um, and the teacher at the time, the great man justin golette, he he won't like me saying this, but he let one go he let um and you know that's not you know i'll, I'll let if I'll let plenty goes, you can imagine on the track for sure, and for sure w william William was in between me and gallette <laughs> William goes. Justin Kububu <laughs> And For the next three days Me and him We just had this little connection Through that And I really got to know him We sat down A couple of nights in a row And, just, and I was just asking him questions And finding out You know Just basic things when he's When's, when's his birthday Where does he go to school what's his What are his favourite things to do And We finished the track It was six, seven days And then our teachers at the time gave them the money and the money was separated between them all. And And at the end where we finished in Kokoda, that's where they finished too. And then they have to obviously walk back to their village, that's right? That's crazy, yeah. Which their village was four days ago we stayed at. And literally all the boys get their money and get paid. And the first thing they do is they go to the little shop that's there in Kokoda and they buy some Coke and a few little lollies and stuff. And they get back on the bus with us. We get this little bus and we're, we're driving to our next little spot where we're going to stay in kokoda and and william right his, his mum and his sisters have met him there his relations and one of them is a little baby and this is this just stuck out to me in my mind mind you he was already blowing me away with his mindset and how great grateful he was and how beautiful beautiful his soul was and on this bus and his little sister he's holding her and he had must have had like a cookie or something or something that he bought from that shop the little girl, she must have wanted some, and he'd only just taken a bite or one bite, nothing. And he just bought it. He just did the whole track with us, got given the money, bought two things from the shop. His little sister wanted some. He gave her the whole thing. After doing the whole track, seven days with us, that was his reward, and he gave it to his sister. I was just blown away by that, and I was amazed by that. And like, I've got a great photo of me and William, and I'll, we might post it on our socials yeah, if we can, and, sure. and, and just say, but that really stuck out to me and it changed my my whole outlook on geez we have it so good here and the things that i suck about and it just put life into a completely different perspective absolutely i mean i haven't been like i said before to a third
1: world country i know everybody that has i know a few people that have and does change people and it certainly changed you in that book and i love that story you've just told as well that's very powerful Luckily, the flatulence wasn't yours, mate, because I've uh, been in a room with you. Um, actually, Meg, sorry, little side story. One time we were recording one of our first episodes, and we'd finished, and Meg opened the door. Your girlfriend, Meg, she looked at us and just said, "It actually reeks in this room." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was shocking. But no, it, yeah, I, mate, it's that book is amazing. So I'll double down and say to everybody, if you can get a copy, I've given. I think about three people now. I've given it to already four actually. I'm just counting. My book's been passed around to everybody so people are reading it and it's a, it's just a really good book to put things in perspective. So yeah, mate, I think it's awesome.
0: We talk about, you know, even those couple of stories there and gratitude, really being grateful is appreciating the, the, the things that we do have what, rather than worrying and wanting what we don't currently have and, and what we think that we really want, whereas what we have right in front of us is so amazing we don't really realize it so absolutely what are some of your i guess just some some small things for you like finding happiness in a daily joy and some small things for you what are those like what are the things that you just you look at and go i'm grateful for that yeah well one of the like i said
1: at the start i've read a book it's called the power of now like i said it's a spirituality book and i think for most people there's take parts you like and leave others but it really talks about as the title suggests it's about The present and the moment and when you live in the past you know you're always wishing so if we're living pre-covid we're just always looking back on what we had and now what we've lost and we wish we had or if we've had a bad past we'd be you know always believing that's who we are and that's our destiny and we're always going to be that way same goes for living in the future if you live in the future and you're completely driven by goals which you and i are a lot i'm always driven by goals and Always living for that goal means you might never find happiness because as soon as you reach it, you're on to the next thing and you can sort of never achieve that. It's more outcome driven. He calls it salvation in the book and and salvation can be interpreted any way you like. That can be religious salvation. That can be a salvation by a person through marriage, salvation through reaching a goal, financial, whatever that may be. And it all comes down to the times in your life when you're truly at peace and happiness is when you're totally present. And a good example he uses is the adrenaline rush when people jump out of a plane or get in a Formula One car or do those, you know, once-in-a-lifetime experiences where you're just totally thinking about nothing but what you're currently experiencing. It's also if you're mm-hmm. facing death. People get superhuman strength when death could be in a with life. When they're faced with it. Yeah, yeah with exactly. they're faced with mortality. Yeah, exactly right. So it teaches you and gives you a better understanding to just really appreciate almost em- anything. And he talks about he had depression, the author... And what cured it was just being totally present. And he just became in awe of everything in awe of the trees, in awe of his bedroom, wow. in awe of everything in his bedroom because it'd been built by somebody or invented by somebody. It's a very simple concept. It's amazing. But yeah, yeah, but it's very true. And I look back in times of my life when I've been in that moment and I can totally relate. That's when I'm truly happy. Trying to take that on board and be grateful for more, almost everything, being grateful for the fact, finding joy in the fact that I can communicate with my friends still over phone calls, texting, whatever, we can Zoom and have fun if we want to. The fact that I've been able to run, I'm really grateful for that because not everybody is and I've been running a lot lately and I'm just trying to be present when I run and release my mind and tension and just enjoy that process rather than running to finish for it. For sure. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. So just things like that made really helping me at the moment. What about yourself?
0: I've probably got one, but it, this can probably connect with, uh, we've got a few tips that we want to maybe share to help others start a daily gratitude practice or whether it be just start feeling a bit more present and mindful and grateful for for what you have in your lives but one of mine and he's another it, it, it was a tip that i took out of you know high performance habits another book we love and and i guess through being faced with mortality in, in my life myself losing my dad that in itself it just gave me a completely different... We all think that we're going to live to 80, 90. You know, we yeah. all think we're going to live this long life. And I hope we all do. Not Some of us will. Some of us aren't going to be that lucky. But I hope we all do. I mean, hopefully, we're all the lucky ones. But I think we take that for granted a lot. And, and we actually... I don't want to say we think we're invincible. But we just always assume probably in our minds that that won't happen to me. Oh, like, 100%. Oh, how, 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 how sad that's happened to someone else. It's horrible in that moment. But we probably don't really look at it and go shit that's terrible what's happened to that person and really just feel it yeah in it and i've been in that situation previously and then getting yeah going through that with with my family and, and my dear dad and all that that went on and that was the reality was holy shit like this can happen this happens to this is going to happen to everyone i always thought it was never going to happen to me my family and brendan brochard he talks about life's golden ticket and that's one of his books as well but life's got a ticket every every day that we wake up tomorrow, the next day. So I'll go to sleep tonight. And it, it works fittingly, right? Yesterday was the, I think it the 19th anniversary of 9-11 in, mm, in New York. Yeah, And I read an, a really good post and it was, I can't remember how many people died, but it might have been over nearly 3,000, I think. And it, the post said something like 3,000 people got up, that morning with a plan or they went to bed that night before n- with a plan for the next day. And they got up that next day with a and and started ticking off what they needed to tick off for the day and, and they had plans for the rest of that day. And look what happened around 9 o'clock. And but life's golden ticket is waking up that next day and realising I've been given a second chance. I'm li- I'm alive again this morning. <laughs> Absolutely. And one thing and Meg Meg laughed, right? Because I don't I, I try and do it, but I probably more say it in my head now but saying thank you. And I would wake up, I actually said to myself, thank you. And then I, I sit up and I, I kind of sat on the edge of the bed and I just kind of was in the moment. And I walk downstairs and I'm saying thank you to myself. And Meg goes to me later that day, were you talking, were you sleepwalking, were you talking to yourself? And I was like, no, I was just saying thank you. And I explained the situation and she thought it was a really amazing tool as well. But... That's probably the biggest one for me. Is and I know it's probably it's not a small thing because we. The, the question was probably you know what are the small things that you joy, that bring joy to you? But it's being alive and waking up and knowing you know what I'm alive. I've got a second chance. You know I'm so lucky. You know we live right near the beach, and a couple of times we walk three we walk three ks and we walk back the other three k. So it ends up being a six k walk. But at the three ks there's this beautiful rotunda pagola and it overlooks the beach and it's got this grass hill and overlooks the water and me and Meg go there and I, I i just stand there sometimes and i've been standing there like almost in a daze of going like how lucky am i take a couple of deep breaths and and really appreciate what i have because tomorrow it could all change don't know so Absolutely. that would be mine yeah
1: yeah no i love that and i think that's as good a place as you can be when you can just stand there and just be present and thankful and i agree mate with everything you just said especially to not so philosophical level of life and i agreeing with you by the way in terms of yes it can be taken away any second and we all think we're invincible but i think about even times i've injured myself playing footy one day you're able to know, say you break your hand things like writing you can't write the next day like just simple things you take for granted it's we take really everything for yeah. granted so even when you lose things like I think about stupid times and what a big deal I've made out of it when you break your phone or drop your phone. Suddenly, you lose the ability to communicate or your credit card gets hacked and the bank stops it. And suddenly, you lose it. It's just frustrating. Yeah. And then you just wish, even though it was only a few minutes ago, you wish you had that time back when you had that freedom to use your phone or use your credit I card love or your use your hand or your
0: arm or your leg or whatever. Do you ever remember being really sick, right, when you're maybe a kid or even, you know, recently? But I just remember being so sick, like whether it was if it was gastro or the flu or being so crook. I think when I was younger, like high school, even primary school, I used to kind of want to be sick so I could stay home, be on the couch, oh, play some PlayStation. Of course. But then when I'm sick when you're that crook and I'm going to myself, oh, I don't want to be sick. Like I'll do anything to go back to... Like 100%. not being sick.
1: Yeah, it, it's so funny. Yeah, exactly, mate. I used to be the same. First day off would be great. It's the best thing ever. Mum's looking after you. She's in and out. If you want something, she gets it for you. And you, you're yeah. having the time of your life. And then day two and day three, and you think you're never going to get better. And yeah, you just wish you had what you, you know, what you previously had a couple of days ago. That's so true. It's so funny, mate. When you think about it so deeply, I want to reiterate, I don't, because I'd be lying if I said this is how I think 24-7. It's not. Sometimes you need to take a step back and remind yourself Spot about on. these things. But also too, and my next point was about appreciation because not only could our lives be taken away but the lives of those around us as you've experienced, you know, I've experienced too. We've all experienced loss, some greater loss than others in terms of closeness to people. But not only do we assume we're going to get to 80, 90, 100, we assume our sisters, our brothers, our parents, our grandparents, our kids, whatever. Mm -hmm. We we just assume those sort of things. Well, I do. And those things can be taken away in an instant too. So I've just... You know, I made a vow to myself a few weeks ago to just try and really appreciate people and tell them that I appreciate you. Yeah. And I've been doing that a lot more because I truly do appreciate them, the people that I say it to, and appreciate objects, not necessarily materialistic, but appreciate the opportunity to use objects, have objects, appreciate life and people a higher power, you know, whatever you believe in, whatever religion, whatever God, whatever... The universe or if you don't believe at all but you believe in something stronger than you or higher than you mm. appreciating that is very important i feel that's
0: well worded mate no i um applaud you because that's exactly it it's um whether it's simple objects like you said or if it's people like telling the ones around you that meant a lot to you that you love them and you appreciate them because i think we all know deep down that regret is probably one of the biggest and worst feelings in the of world course, like yeah. if you get to a stage in your life or the time just changes something instantly the next day and you realize Shh, i wish i did this differently i wish Absolutely. i said this i wish i did that uh, yeah appreciating not only little things but the people around us definitely we'll jump into now tips i guess to, to practice gratitude and and how the listeners can hope and I really I've really enjoyed this podcast mate it's so been really right. enjoyable so well um, right. yeah you know I really hope that this next part people can and that's why I wanted to state the fact at the start not everyone's gonna listen to this and, and want to Implement. walk away and start writing gratitude journal. like that's not what we want everyone to do uh, like you s- just mentioned you know you're not in this mindset all day every day neither am i if anyone wants to go back to podcasts earlier i sounded absolutely miserable i was going through it a-, a really shitty time mate you know we, we yeah
1: and that's fine too uh, and i like i said this started this one i was i was horrible like not horrible to be around but just miserable too for a few days ago mm-hmm. and, I, and you feel like you, you can't snap out of it and so and i think nearly every single person's going through it at some stage at some
0: level during this time so it's you're right exactly. it's okay to feel that way and that comes back to as well and I'm, my family members have been saying this to me too is be kind to yourself and if, if this is what you're feeling feel it like don't force yourself to change what you're feeling because if that's what you're feeling feel it what are a couple of tips that have helped you feel a bit more grateful and appreciative of, of what you have yeah well straight into that telling off what i said before about the
1: appreciation is a very very strong word and if you really appreciate things and i think it just helps a lot but also finding happiness in yourself rather than materialistic items or objects. i think that's really important and that's just working on yourself for me anyway i think when i work on myself and grateful for who i am as a person and and trying to or grateful for the willingness to change aspects that i'm not happy with it's really good place to start is working on yourself yeah, mate. What about you? What
0: is a couple of the other things you've got? One tip that I would say, especially for those that, you know, might not necessarily love the idea of listing off a bunch of things that I'm grateful for. Like, it's not that it's corny, but it can be a bit... After doing it a long time, I'm sure people would start going, I don't know what else to be grateful for because I've listed off everything. Even I went through that. Mm. Having a journal writing down my gratitude, you go, what else can I be grateful for? Yeah, What I've really probably more drifted more towards is rather than journaling what i'm grateful for when i wake up in the morning and even over nighttime as well when i'm in bed but for example i wake up in the morning and rather than go straight to my phone actually lay there and feel the blanket feel the bed feel the pillow just notice those feelings yeah and just absolutely a, just a, and just appreciate what that like what does that feel like gee this feels really nice and appreciating that feeling and then when you go into your next transition whether that be jumping straight in the shower having a shave or going and making your coffee try and really be in that moment and i know that sounds really i love it i know that sounds really like easy and stupid but when when you're pouring your coffee actually notice it pour it in and is there steam coming out what does what does the steam look like does it look hot and warm have a sip what does it taste like is it delicious is it tasty is it Boiling hot, have you burnt your tongue? I don't know, like <laughs> noticing. Yeah, totally present, totally present. Yeah, totally present and I, and I just feel like that's a really good way for those who want to start gratitude rather than go and writing a list and it, it's easy to, It's easy to be grateful for the things going well in your life, like you mm, said. Yeah. So by doing this, you're actually, for one, you're practicing gratitude but secondly, you're practicing mindfulness and a- absolutely. I think those two go hand in hand, yeah.
1: For sure and I think too, the, the one good thing about this, this whole situation is I think most people be a lot more grateful those that have lived through it, before it, during it and after it because we now realize that things that we never thought would ever happen, you never thought you'd, you'd see no crowds at a sporting event and bars shut yeah. and all these sort of little things. We know that things can be taken away now very quickly and it's something we never, well, I never thought you'd see in this day and age with technology and all that sort of stuff. So I think that's a, a really good place to start. Another good place to start for, for people, I think too, this is something I'm having to really reiterate in my life, is to focus less on the outcome and more in the present. And you hear yeah. it a lot, but as I said earlier, when you're outcome focused, you you know you're always striving f- to be somewhere, you know you're always striving for the future and you're just missing the current, the present. When we do get that opportunity to see our friends and family and do things again then it's really being putting your phone away and just being in that moment and you said feeling everything listening intently just being there just totally being immersed in that moment and i think that's a really good place to yeah start. I, I love
0: that because we are we're always in a rush and we're always looking far ahead and what are my goals and even it might not even relate to your goals it could you know time i have to be here at a certain time so go so we tend to just mindfully we're in automatic we're in autopilot mindlessly we just do our routine, what we normally would do, because we're in a rush to get to, to that spot. Whereas the old saying, you know, we're in such a rush to get to the destination. It's all the enjoyment is in the journey, in the process. And that sounds so corny and cheesy, but it is true. And it's like that with everyday life. Exactly. Going, oh, I'm in such a rush to go to work, get up, go, might, I've, I've slept in. Like, I'm in such a rush. I'm there. I'm now going through the motions. I'm at work and now i drive home and, and I'm home now. It's about actually trying to look at. That journey and that process throughout the day and appreciating the little things through that process by appreciating that for one we won't be saying the saying oh gee like how fast did that week go or gee yeah that year that year flew by we all we all we all say that because we're not in the moment and we don't sit down and experience quietness exactly we can't you know we're always trying to find something to to stimulate our brain and our mind and we unfortunately miss so much biggest problem absolutely and i think yeah too, one of the concepts
1: in the book and it's really deep is about time and there's two sets of time there's the time that we know that we've created as a human race and term and that helps us to be to know how long it'll take to do a task or how long we need to be at a place for or how long it's gonna take yeah. to get from a to b but we don't really understand time as a whole as a you know it's a no. concept we'll never quite grasp but All the other right, thing too mate that. is Looking at the glass half full rather than the glass half empty, I yeah, think that's really a that. good place to start to be grateful because you can always take a situation and look at it two ways. And if you take the positive view, I think you'll be really in good stead as a beginning
0: point. I love that. I love the glass half full. What do I want to be? Do I want to be a glass half full kind of guy or do I want to be a glass half empty kind of guy? Yeah, absolutely. Asking myself, asking myself and yourselves that question can actually probably nearly change that for you. I want people to remember me as a half a glass half full guy not a glass half empty i don't think we probably even realize how much we suck and complain we just do it and we don't really realize i I notice it from other people because i go gee that person sucks a lot but they don't realize they probably are that's just they're just saying it like that's just what they they're just going through the motions they're just saying what they're feeling and they don't probably realize they're a glass half empty person Mm. they don't want to be they don't want to be they probably would rather be a glass half full. I know that I want to be a glass half full person. I know you do too, and I hope a lot of the listeners do too. Because you don't have to be writing in a gratitude journal to be that person. No, you, you can just you can just be appreciating the little things and being a bit more mindful when you're when you're basically just doing your daily tasks. There's nothing exactly. extraordinary or nothing too hard you need to do. And I hope a few of those have, are going to help the listeners.
1: Well, victimhood mentality is a horrible place I think to be in. it and, is and yeah. people that I know that are quote unquote victims, <laughs> I, I don't really want to associate very long with them. I don't like having conversations with them because even when you're explaining something you already preempt what they're going to say and try and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> try and change yep. what you So yeah no, and I totally subscribe to that. Do you have any other tips and then I'm gonna ask you a question without notice before we move on. Um no
0: I'm not, no I don't really have any other tips as such, But I'll, I'll just say this, for me, going through what I've gone through in my life, personally, gratitude has been so, it's just been a real strong foundation for me. Before a lot of things, the bigger things that have happened in my life, gratitude was already that rock for me. I think if I didn't have it, I would have really, really struggled. I just want to stress that how much it's helped me get through what I've gotten through and I'm sure it's helped lots of other people get through what they've they've gone through as well. Don't just pass it off and think that it's it's just something small and the hippies do it or you know yeah. oh, I I I am grateful like I'm grateful like I'm a grateful kind of person, you know. I'm I tell my family I love them sometimes. There's more to it than just that and I think when something does happen to you or whether it's good or bad, or if you've got that foundation and you've trained your mind enough to feel that gratitude and feel that mindfulness, and for, in the long run, it's going to help so many people if, if we just do the simple things and appreciate the simple things. So Absolutely. That, I just wanted to stress that. That's, yeah. that's
1: Mate, that's an excellent point. I'm really glad you said that. And don't wait for something traumatic to happen or for you to lose something in your life or someone in your exactly. life to, that, to exactly. implement it because you only hear enough you can hear it in your voice when you talk mate and you talk about it you bring it up most weeks on the podcast which is great about your dad and that's someone that's experienced it not all of us have experienced it and we're the lucky ones who if we haven't but those who will would really relate you can just hear it in your voice to Stress to people, look, don't wait for this event to happen. Start practicing it now before it's too late. And that can be for anything. It doesn't have to be that deep. It can just be for everything in your look,
0: life. Look, well, yeah, like, yeah, we, we could talk about it for hours, but yeah, just like what you said earlier, everything that we're going through right now here in Victoria, Melbourne, even that stuff, look what's happened. Bang, with a click of a finger, we've had it all taken away from us. Yeah. And it, it, it's going to happen with, uh, with other things in our lives too. So when we can get back to normality and we can go and see mates, I think this is going to be the beauty of it, mate. I think a lot of us are going to appreciate all those things a lot more. And 100%. I can't wait to hopefully to catch up with yourself and a few of the other boys and my other family and that first catch up was going to be so beautiful and nice exactly. and I can't wait for it because
1: I think a lot of us are going to appreciate it more. Oh, for sure. And look, I'm sorry if this offends anybody, but I'm going to be giving you a hug and a handshake and all that stuff. And Oh, mate. Well, we can, hug every week. disagree yeah. with that. I'm sorry. But look, that's, I'm just a hugger and I don't want to lose that. But yeah, mate, absolutely. I can't wait for for all that too. And Pippi, my sister, put it really good. At this, her first, she didn't realize the extent we'd end up, but the first couple of weeks of lockdown, her attitude was, well, how cool is this? We're never going to experience this again. And Let's yeah. enjoy this. Let's enjoy the fact that for the first time and hopefully only time <laughs> in your yeah. life, you're not going to be allowed to leave your house or leave under extreme circumstances. And that was a good attitude. And there are people that have kept that attitude the whole way through. And those that have, you know, I take my hat off to you. because good on you. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a great way to be to really embrace it. One of my pet peeves at the moment is people that say, our 2020 has been a shit year and, and start listing off. Because, I agree. And the reason it annoys me, firstly, I hear people say it about every single year, like 2019, 2020. No. They've all have been shit years and they're, and they're, it's disastrous, but it just writes off. I don't like the fact, even if bad things have happened, don't write off October, November, December. You're just giving three months of your life away saying, well, it's going to be shit and I'm going to start in 2021. There's no Hold point on. because you won't start in 2021. The best time <laughs> to start implementing behavior changes and... Now, things in your life is right now exactly so yeah. I think it's I,
0: good right? I, I love that you just brought that up because that is something that really irritates me too oh, and for sure. think I can't remember when it was but and this is where social media is the killer you just see people going it might be a meme and it's like 2020 2020 as a person or tw- like 2020 as a character and it's someone's yeah. posted something or and you have a giggle but I'm just like don't let this year waste no like don't we've write still got it off, three yeah. months left me and Meg said it make the last three months count I know we can't do what we normally have done, but control what you can control, and that's why I'm so big on that. And I've struggled with it, and I still do. And for example, today it's raining all day. I'm supposed to be out and going for a run, and I probably could have ran in the rain, but I've chosen yeah, not to can. do it. Yes, no, you can. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and but that's that's me, and that's my choice, and I'm gonna regret that. You know what? Please go away, rain, because I need to run now that I've put myself under. Yeah, this you have to, I'm gonna ask you next week on the podcast if you ran on on Saturday. Okay Um. <laughs> and, and when like We reassessed our goals Meg and I And I have wrote at the top of that page Make 2020 count I think it's just Really lazy And really I don't want to say the word soft Because Going through something ridiculous But It's, vic- I only it's say victim mentality again vic- That's it That's the better way of putting it Because every year it's the same Yeah There'll be and something and next it, year And it doesn't change Death is death everyone dies i just don't like it when there's a list of people the famous people or if it's some famous people that have passed away god bless them but it's oh what a horrible year <laughs> exactly and i think to myself i'm like it's not a horrible year you make it's up to you whatever you want to make it you make it absolutely like it, it, there's always um,
1: going to be horrible moments people have horrible issues going on i'm not I'm not suggesting people that have said it's a bad year haven't had things happen to them, for, but yes. but it's moments. And there's going to be moments next year and the year after and the year every single year until you die and every single year that's already been. And it's just a fact yeah. of life. You're never going to have a perfect year where every single day is great and everything's Spot going on. well. So I just don't really subscribe to writing off a whole year and then looking back thinking 2018 was good, 2019 was good. Oh, let's not talk about 2020. That was shit. 2021
0: was good, etc. you know, so. But we we, we oh, almost want to swear. That's how frustrated I am talking about this. Well, I swear
1: most weeks on this, mate. So like, I don't think you've dropped the we, magic.
0: Like we, we contradict ourselves. We say, oh, what a shit year it's been. But then we say, shit, how fast did that year go? That year <laughs> exactly. flew by. It doesn't make sense. No. It, during that year, you've been talking about how bad the year has been. But that when we get to the end of the year, you go, oh, how quick did that go? Exactly. Like, I mean, if January, didn't do
1: anything. if January 1 sucks, does that mean you're going to off the whole year, 2021? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like what happens oh. if, like people say, oh, I just can't wait to do this again. Well, what happens if, you know, your first footy training back, you break your leg or you do your ACL and that's, <laughs> you know, and, and I hope that doesn't happen, but I'm just saying like things happen. But yeah. before we get too fired up, mate, just a question yeah, without uh, notice. What's some of the more funny or silly things that you're going to be grateful for or look forward to doing when, when we can?
0: That's a good question.
1: Um, Do you look forward to <laughs> slapping your friends on the ass?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm an ass slapper. Yeah, that's probably one. I, I can't wait to just run muck. Yeah. I know it sounds really, <laughs> yeah, I but I just, I just, I just can't wait being amongst my mates and, and you boys and and you know what, going getting some frozen yogurt or going out for dinner and walking into the restaurant going ah, <laughs> like just being stupid. Like yeah, exactly. Um, you say probably silly things and funny things, but yeah, I, I can't wait to. To head out For a few beers One night That'll be fun I don't know When that will be allowed And ticked off But on the dance floor With Dee and and Rich And uh, W James And Jared King Wayne King So (laughs) um, He
1: listens now To the podcast
0: Does he? Yeah well that's good news And plenty of my other mates I know you listen to I'm keen to To catch up With all them as well I can't wait um, And and even I just miss the little things And um, like we said You know I can't wait to go to the movies Like that's Mm. one thing I can't wait for Have a cry a nice movie well, well, well more the movie experience you know the popcorn and uh, a chalk top or two and a good flint a good a good film so um good rom-com. <laughs> what, what what about you what about you you've thrown that at me um you've probably got an answer prepared i, I don't i just I,
1: I would panic as soon as i said it because i thought i actually don't have an answer but yeah mate all the exact same sort of things mate just running a mark and being silly and just stupid things that you take for granted when you're just in that mind of you don't some people have when they're drunk they feel like this where you just I mean, it's obnoxious to everybody else in the whole you know, world. You know he...
0: what we should do? We should do a dare night or something. Yeah, you know, we uh, should do that. Um, you, know, you know what memory came up? What memory came up on Snapchat? The um, DOS streaking uh, down the street? Oh, yes, what yes. With Jake Lovett and Shane Healy.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, that oh. came up on mine as well. Um, we can't post that on social media. I wish we could, but uh, well, what? we need you to get pixelation. In. Uh, okay, well, very quick. Well, <laughs> we talked about a dare night that led to panic attacks a few years ago, but... Last year, when you and I lived in the same street, we you just invited me over one night mate and I, I actually faked tan that night, so I stunk of of coconut and I Bondi. Yeah. yeah, came up, came walked up the road and Jake and Shane was there and then we just played this game the the coin game where you you flip the coin and where the coin was left. was but was buttsy there that night but, Butsy? Butsy was there a different night. oh so this is different yeah there's been there's been a couple but the the night you streaked was where you basically flip the coin it lands on a piece of paper you trace that coin and then you write a rule and it could be a drinking rule it can be anything and uh, the night but was there mind you he um spent a lot of time in your bathroom vomiting because i believe he sprayed oh don't the dogs charlie's your dogs uh medicine medicine spray for the uh what was what did he have wrong with him he had a Something with his paw? Yeah, like it was like antiseptic spray for dogs and Buttsy sprayed it down. Mate, we thought he was dying. But <laughs> yeah, I remember like you were- Who
0: wrote that one down? I
1: don't Probably him. <laughs> oh, we had a few of those, mate, where we'd run up the street and I remember we went for a, a run and I was running in thongs. Thongs for our, our American listeners are flip-flops. G-Stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, G-Streams. <laughs> Uh, but one of them was to do nudie runs, and I think I got that and you got that at one stage. But it's just a great footage of Dos sprinting up the street at about 2 in the morning, just completely hammered and completely stark naked and penis bouncing and flopping around. I'm, in the might, I'm
0: and, always one to get my clothes off, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. No surprise. Oh, mate, that,
1: look, we won't go into some of the things that happened that night that led some of the members oh. into serious trouble on social media, but with girlfriends and other people. But... <laughs> yeah, mate. Moving on. Moving on. on. No, but uh, look, I just look forward to all this sort of stuff, mate. I just look yeah, forward to the banter. I look forward to to it all, mate. Just even even our wrestling nights when uh, the wrestling is on and nobody's watching it. And nobody knows who who the wrestlers are anymore. But it's on in the background, and Will <laughs> James and we're is, enjoying it. is intently watching, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> me and,
0: and me and you are cuddling. Ed, me you, yeah,
1: you and I start cuddling, and uh, it's just good times for all. So, yeah, mate, I, be a good I, time.
0: As we finish up, I just want to also to anyone who is really battling and struggling reach out for some help i know are you are you okay day was a couple of days ago but it's something that i know we really we stress you know really highly on as we've both suffered from it and you know i still am to suffering and, and getting through my own mental challenges but it's hard what we're all going through and some are gonna probably feel it more than others and there's still a bit to go but just know that anyone who is we're always here yeah absolutely and there's people around you that love you and and they're always there for you too and i know it's really hard to to speak up and maybe admit that you might be battling and struggling and i know for me that was really hard to actually admit that you know what i i need i need some help mm. you know i need some support i need someone i i need to reach out to someone and always being that person who was that and i still am and i pride myself on being that person for other people yell out if you need some help ring me and, yeah. I'll, and i'll and i still love being that person but i didn't want to admit that i needed some help too so if you are struggling and feeling a bit down and flat there's always people to talk to if you want to have a laugh if you want to just have a chat with someone we're here and there's other people that are here for you as well
1: yeah and i sh- please please do because i think it's just an important point so uh,
0: well done for bringing that
1: up mate and, and we mean it please do reach out dos and i actually said we, we actually want to jump on zoom with people and just have a laugh nothing nothing too heavy but just talk and laugh and have fun and if you i mean this seriously if you are struggling and you just need a bit of light and a bit of a laugh please reach out or a web. good chat yeah a good yeah. chat yeah for sure like we're more than happy to to do that the other thing too we just need to get through and that's all you have to do right now if you are struggling mentally you just we just got to get through so there'll be sunshine on the other side and it's a battle and it's hard but we're, we're here for you people are here for you and if we could just get through to the other side then Great things will come out of it. You just got to get through and survive.
0: I love that, and I just, I just want to finish. And I hope I don't know if you listeners will relate, but let's finish it with a little f- footy analogy. All right. Love it. So everyone, it's the last quarter of the grand final, right? It's the last quarter. We've got there's about five minutes left. There's not long to go. Bulldogs, five bulldogs were
1: eliminated uh, four weeks uh, ago. Bu-
0: bulldogs are out. Bulldogs are out. Fortunately, we didn't make it. Disappointing. Dos cried. But it's a slog it's a muddy wet day and it's an absolute slog and you don't none of us feel like we, we can't we've got nothing left in the tank we've got absolutely nothing left battered we've been bruised we've been smashed but there's a prize on offer and if we want it it's there and i say that because my dad used to always give me these analogies one quarter left mate you got a little bit left just keep pushing just keep grinding keep getting to the contest i think if we all just keep doing that just keep pushing we're almost there we're in the last quarter Just keep grinding because I just know when we can, I just cannot wait so when we can all catch up and grab a beer and have a laugh and it'll be worth it. That'll be the premiership cup right there. I know that. No, I love it, mate. That's a
1: good place to end. So let's finish it up there. And thank you everybody again for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll probably lighten things up next week. It tends to be the, the way we go. But yeah, thank you again to everybody. We'll catch you next week.
0: See you guys.